Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and presson falsies. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans everywhere, as the Buffer Sons say, it's time. You've joined us here in the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Hey, it's is Jay Tilly. Welcome to our Wrestling 101, where we, as lifelong wrestling fans, will try and bring the casual fan, the lapsed fan, or the new wrestling fan up to speed with what's going on. How's it going, man? How you been? I'm good, man. Uh, hanging in there. Uh, wanted to do this one for sure because I like the idea of, well, as as we know, we use terms uh, being longtime wrestling fans that a lot of people are like, huh? Like my wife asked me the other day, she's like, who's face? What are you talking about? He's on the A-team. No, no, no. You guys talk about face on uh, wrestling. I'm like, oh, that means baby face. She goes, yeah, who's that? I'm like, well, that means good guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so... I thought uh, doing something like this to kind of go over some of the terminology that uh, I don't want to say inside baseball, but a little inside baseball on the terms. Um, Hopefully we don't piss off any of the old school, uh, you know, wrestling people that want to keep that stuff. uh, Kayfabe, as they would say, boom, which is one right there. So, so Kayfabe, 
for those that are wondering, is a uh, secret. They they try to keep it on the kayfabe, not not quite uh, not lying, but not very very uh, transparent. Let's say so. Yeah. Uh, but as the wrestling business and and landscape has changed in general, um, you see things like being elite out there, and um, now you've got shows that talk about the rivalries and and the and the the heat backstage heat anger anger don't like each other for real that kind of stuff so i think it's okay that we we cover this um i will never use the f word being the uh fake word mm. uh so we'll never use that um scripted maybe planned produced Chore- yes choreographed choreographed I, yeah that stuff i'll i'll be okay with but i won't mm-hmm. use the f word uh but like I said, hopefully, you know, we don't piss off people, but I do want to give some of the, the, the basics on some of the lingo backstage. Uh, so when we do our podcast, maybe somebody who uh, is just listening to us because we're vets or they like our sexy voices, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're your ASMR that puts you to sleep at night. I don't know. But that yeah. way you're not going, huh, I don't know what this means. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, you know, every, uh, every episode we talk about, hey, man, this this WrestleMania card is really coming together. Revolution, this card is going to be bumping. Um, card refers to the order and sequence of the matches on that particular evening. So, um, you know, usually when a, a show gets ready to open, it's a pay-per-view or a big deal, and it's going to open with a really hot match. So it gets the crowd going. And it's going to try and push it all the way through. And, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, right there. It's, it's, that's the card. The card is built. The card is coming together. The card is going to be a hot one. And that just means how the, how the matches are all, all going to come together. Yep. And, uh, as the card goes through, you're going to have what they call angles. And Mm. what the angles are is that's basically another term for your story. What the story is throughout the show. Um, most shows you'll have uh, several angles on it, or you'll have development leading into an angle. So as the card's getting built, as a uh, producer, as a booker, booker is someone who writes the stories. Didn't I want to make sure I put that there? So somebody booker would be your Tony Khan's, your Triple H's, the guys who uh, basically sit there with a dry erase board or a spreadsheet and map out what the angles or stories are going to be going forward. Absolutely. That's a good one. Cause as, uh, you know, as they're moving through the card and the story that they're telling, which is how the match is progressing. Um, if they've been in a story for so long, then they have to have a blow off feud or a blow off match for that feud. So the blow off is the final match to, uh, end end their, uh, program which is what they've been in for a determined determined amount of time and now it's time for both of those wrestlers to uh either move on to their next program or go away which means they're going to get written off a tv for um you know like with uh chris jericho he'll go away for a little while because he's got other uh extracurricular activities with his band fozzy yep and then each angle, card, story, all that leads into the in-ring psychology. And that's mm. how they structure the matches. So I'm going to hit three of them here on this one. 
So you have the in-ring psychology, and that is the the story in the match. In that story is usually a face or a baby face, which are your good guys. And then you've got your heels, which are your bad guys. So every card has an angle. Every angle is going to have a heel and a face. They're going to probably have a blow-off, or it could be the start of a feud or angle. Uh, And in that, they're going to show their in-ring psychology to kind of go through how the match is structured, what they're going to do. Prime example is MJF and Danielson. The in-ring psychology on that one was a 60-minute Ironman match where Danielson targeted MJF's knee, and he had to work through a knee injury, and MJF targeted um, Danielson's shoulder, so he worked through the shoulder angle. So not only did they have a a long programmer angle, they had a a blow-off at the end of a card, and it was a face versus a heel with in-ring psychology. See how it all kind of comes together? We start to build it all together. But the question was, or is, who went over and who got over? So who went over means that MJF won the match, but with the dedication and the work that um, Brian Danielson did, and he built the the love and the admiration of the fans because they were emotionally invested um he he, you know he got the love and uh you know danielson didn't get the win but he he got the love from the crowd so he ended up um getting over would you say when he got over he got a pop oh my lord dang you know who else gets a pop is uh john cena when he comes to beantown because that's his hometown or uh, when uh, Sami Zayn showed up in Canada, and the pop is how loud the crowd is, or how excited they act when uh, when their 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 favorite um, wrestler shows up or superstar. So heel and face. Heel is the black hat. Face is the white hat. Just like uh, JT said, with the good guy, bad guy, and pop traditionally refers to the cheers, the admiration, the we love you chance, the this is awesome for the good guy. The opposite is heat. So mm. when you get the heat from the crowd, that's the you sucks. That's the uh, uh, F off Roman chance that Roman Reigns got. That's the unbelievable amount of booze that MJF got for throwing tequila in a kid's face. Um, that's the booze and the you suck chance that... Uh, Chris Jericho got when he was pouring, uh, you know, beer on CM Punk in, in their feud. So <laughs> that's the heat and the, the heat and the pop. So that 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 kind of tells you what those are. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and then you've got some of the the wrestlers that go away. So um, that um, trying to think of some most recent ones. So I think a good one here with Revolution, um, Jericho ended up doing a job. For Starks. So um, Starks ends up winning the match. Jericho allows Starks to win. And in turn, he ended up doing the job to get um, Starks over. So now the face gets the uh, pop. And, uh, you know, he was able to get his finish on him as well. And by doing the job, you mean he lost, right? Correct. Yep. 
So they also have a term for somebody that loses a lot. So you've got guys they call jobbers. So the jobbers are the guys that, uh, I'm not going to call any of them out, (laughs) but you do have those, those people in wrestling who lose pretty much Baron Corbin right now. We can call him a jobber. It's part of his storyline, his angle. Um, he is right now a jobber. He's lost the last three matches and he's going to continue to probably lose for a while based on whatever the, the, uh, the, the angle is they're going to go forward with him. Right. One of the, one of the terms that they used to use, um, prior to the term jobber was enhancement talent. And one of my favorite enhancement talents was out of Tennessee. And, uh, his, (laughs) his name was Jake, the milkman Milliman. And this guy was a WWE mainstay and he was right along with the Mike Sharps and the Brooklyn Brawlers. And for those of you who don't know, Brooklyn Brawler is in the Hall of Fame. So good on him. So yeah, so the jobber enhancement talent, um, those are the the ones that generally uh, don't walk away with the win very much. They're not known for... um, being in a program, a uh, program would be a sequence or a series of matches that would build up to uh, a, a title win or a or a uh, hair versus hair match, that kind of a thing. So, yeah, <laughs> Jake the Milkman Milliman. <laughs> Damn, that was a jobber. Yeah. So. Uh, another thing we'll talk about is shoots and works. So mm. what a shoot is, uh, well, I'll start with work because that's probably easier to go through. So a work is anything that is uh, scripted to go on. So uh, a pro, a promo, let's say, in the ring where they've agreed to terms, like you can talk about this, this, and this. That's a work. Uh, movements in the ring um, and, and how they work with each other. They work. It's, it's working. It's kind of an easy way to remember. A shoot is when they go off script and start to make it real. So I think, uh, again, MJF and Danielson, just because it happened, I think he shoot, took an elbow or a knee to the face because he swelled up with that Easter egg and busted open. So that was a shoot. Now, not all shoots are purposeful or intentional, but it does mean that it's legitimate. Uh, like Hangman got shoot knocked out against Moxley a while ago. I mean, if it was a work, that was a hell of a work, but his shoot got knocked out to where he was concussed and didn't know what was going on. So that's the difference between a shoot and a work. Then they've got uh, to combine the two, a worked shoot, which is kind of what they turned the Moxley hangman feud into Mm. where it was a legit shoot that knocked him out, but they ended up turning it into part of the storyline and part of the scripted to become, uh, AEW in general is good at work shoots. So there's always, there's that bit of realism into it. So in other words, uh, a regular work would be the boogeyman showing up with the, the, uh, just the grossness and the worms out of his mouth. Like he's obviously not really the boogeyman. So he's a work, uh, a shoot would be Ken Shamrock, who was a true or, or even Brock Lesnar or any of those guys that are legit MMA fighters. They could shoot, get in there and fight. A work shoot would be kind of a combination of what Brock Lesnar would do with Omos. You know, obviously he's going to go in and they're going to work together, but he could shoot, hurt him if he wanted to. Yeah. And one of the things that Brock Lesnar is really good at is no selling, which uh, he'll take a shot or he'll take a suplex or he'll take whatever and he'll just pop right up. Uh, Mox 
uh, did that during the Texas death match. He no sold a match, no sell, uh, no selling, which is um, you get hit with a move and you it doesn't even register. Register meaning, um, yes, you did a move. Yes, um, you, you know, went through the effort to try and put me down, but I'm I'm not going to allow that to uh, to to stop me from what I'm trying to do. And uh, one of the funny things that can oftentimes happen when there's a shoot or a no sell can end up ending in or uh, resulting in a receipt. And uh, one of the receipts is someone catches you bust you open the hard way, which is um, not when they blade. It's actually they, you know, much like what JT was saying with that headbutt or elbow that busted MJF open. Um, you busted me open and now I'm upset and uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to get you back. And that, and that's, that's getting the receipt. Yep. And uh, speaking of being busted open, it's also called being juiced, mm. um, getting color, uh, those color, are all yeah. terms for bleeding in a match. And what yeah. it be, means by blading is it means it's uh, it's done as part of the script, as part of the program, as part of the work, let's say, that he's going to blade. The hard way, yeah, like you said, is an accidental, yeah. uh, you know, an errant uh, spud, as they call them, which another one that uh, basically that's somebody throwing a punch and doesn't pull it as, as they should and maybe accidentally yeah. really hit somebody. So. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. Yep. Did uh did we recently see a turn on uh on some of our shows? I'm thinking uh Ruby Soho recently did a turn. Yep. And uh a turn is when a wrestler switches whether they're a face or a heel, a good guy or bad guy, they f- they flip the script and end up going bad guy or good guy vice versa. So uh, Ruby Soho didn't want to be part of a certain uh, stable, which is um, a group of wrestlers that are together under one flag. And um, they end up basically turning coat and, uh, you know, messing, you know, messing with the crowd. Now, all of a sudden, the good guy's a bad guy or the bad guy's a good guy. Perfect example, probably one of the best ones is Andre the Giant coming out with Bobby Heenan. Yep. 
and leaving Hulk Hogan sitting there and and um, Bobby Heenan saying, you're bleeding. I'm sorry, Roddy Piper saying to Hogan, you're bleeding. And that just like totally sold. Sold is like, you know, just like it just like it sounds like, oh, my goodness, it's this is for real. Andre the Giant is a bad person. And it was yep. it was all part of the all part of the character, all part of the program. Yeah. Another memorable one was when Hulk Hogan uh, turned to the NWO oh and he went from. Ah, dude. Yep. Yeah, that was a good turn. And he Brother. went from doing clean finishes <laughs> to dirty finishes. Dirty. Yep. So what a clean finish means is it's usually a finish with uh, no interference, no cheating, no disqualification. Clean refers to basically it's a, a pin one, two, three, or a straight tap out. A dirty finish is when you've got like the heels tend to use dirty finishes to get their heat. So they'll cheat. They'll put their ring, you know, they'll uh, put a beautiful diamond ring on their finger and punch somebody. They'll have their friends come out with, uh, was it a cattle prod? They took Goldberg down an NWO. Oh yeah. um, <laughs> they'll interfere in the matches. They'll distract the referee and their buddies will jump in. So that's a dirty finish. Mm. A clean finish is right down the middle, pin them clean. One, two, three, no interference, a straight, straight match. Yeah. Uh, would you say that Action Andretti is green? I would absolutely say he is green. Yeah. Green is a unused, very new to the business wrestler. Not Chelsea Green, just green in general. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's somebody who's very new who hasn't maybe developed their gimmick yet. Great segue, so, man. That yeah. Was, that was legit. Yeah. <laughs> so a gimmick is the character in which a wrestler molds himself into. Uh, a master at gimmicks oh, would be Chris Jericho. That guy can, Dude. he's been what? The the wizard who cackles. He, he's been the Ocho, El Ooh. Champion, La Sex Gods. Uh, pain maker. Uh, the pain maker. The you just one. made the list like all those are gimmicks that he has. Like, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a gimmick. He was a, a shoot work gimmick, but he was a gimmick. The yeah. Rock is a gimmick. Um, what I think makes a great gimmick is when they bring in some of that real life, um, real realism to their character and their gimmick has some of their real life uh, peppered into it. It's it's way easier to carry a gimmick if it's close to how you live. Um, and you know, like, and, and not to, uh, insinuate anything, but I'm definitely a Mark and, uh, a Mark is someone who is a wrestling fan who like, I'm just so into wrestling. It doesn't even matter what the program is, who or what is going on. If Cody is on. I'm just like, all right, everybody stop talking because he is, he's the man and I don't want any interruptions. See, I would consider you more of a smart, a smart mark. So <laughs> you're one of those, yes. you're one that can kind of turn off the part of your brain that, that le lets you have that, that belief that it's real. So I, I think you're a, a more of a smart because I think a regular mark is somebody who I don't even want, I don't want to insult anyone or put it out there, but that just, I, when I was a kid, I was a Mark. 
this wasn't scripted. Okay. It was. I see what you you're know, saying. Yeah. 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 And I think a, a smart is someone who kind of knows the business. The difference. Right. But yeah. can at the same time enjoy it for what it is. We yeah. know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The referee just handed him the razor blade. But Ooh. when we tell our kids, yeah. oh, no, he's just checking to see why he's bleeding. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of uh, when was the last squash that you saw? So a squash is a match. Oh, you know what? A, a perfect example of a squash is the first night that WWE was on Fox. And Kofi Amenia had been running wild. And Brock Lesnar ends up showing up on Fox. And eight seconds is how long Kofi lasted against um, Brock Lesnar. And uh, he completely got squashed after, you know, um, a gr- um, a title run. I, I don't want to undersell the the significance of his title run, but uh, yeah. So a, a squash is a a extremely short match that ends with one performer not being able to even put in any offense uh, against another wrestler. Uh, another example would be uh, Bel Air getting squashed when. Um, Becky returned and uh, ended up winning the title. So, yep. So, would you say a squash could lead to a burial or somebody getting buried? Ooh. That could eventually lead to their push. I it could more. lead to a push, dude. So, so a burial. <laughs> so, Man. so a burial is a. It can be taken as a punishment. Let's say, uh, for example, just recently uh, we had a wrestler that made some comments about flippy floppers and how he didn't respect that kind of wrestling. (laughs) And the next week he came out and got buried by a flippy flopper. Uh, so that, you know, it could be a form of punishment. Usually it's, uh, it just, it just means they're placed in a bad, bad storyline, a bad angle, a bad program. However you want to say it, that's a burial. A push is kind of the opposite. A push is somebody who gets into a pretty good angle and then, uh, is accelerated and, 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 and pushed to the title slot. Uh, one of the ones that I think of that kind of is an interesting one. That's a burial and a push was, uh, Brian Danielson in WWE when they tried to bury him, but the fans wouldn't let him and it became a push. Like he, he was able to, uh, turn the crowd and the marks from, you know, booing him to massive pops. And just, I, yeah, that was for me, that was one of those neat parts of history where he went from being buried legit and bad storylines and everything to suddenly getting pushed to the, the, the top of the, the pile there. Absolutely. He got pushed to the top of the card, which means he went from someone who was maybe not even in the, on a pay-per-view card a couple months ago, maybe to on a being dark in, match. He may have been on a dark match, which isn't even on programmed TV. He's, Basically, if you're a UFC fan, it's a prelim or a pre-prelim or it's the dark elevation or it's the up, up, down, down. If you're a, a WWE fan and, you know, they they don't even uh, they don't even get TV time. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a good one right there. <laughs> yep. So uh, that brings nice. us to our finisher. So Uh-oh. a finisher uh, in the terms, uh, so there's two, there's signature and finisher. A signature is usually a move that a wrestler will do 
That's kind of their own and unique. Uh, and then the finisher is typically the last move of the match, whether it's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and his stunner, whether it is uh, The Undertaker and the Tombstone, whether it's me saying, please follow us on our social medias, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff, No Shave Man Cave. And then, uh, you know, Jared's got his own little finisher. But uh, before I'll we get to you. his... Yeah, before, <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. A quick 25, 30 minute. Uh, we tried to have fun with it and make them into stories. I think we hit all of them. Before we hit the final finisher, again, please, uh, if you like this I'll sort of I'll see thing, you. That was yep, a, yep. a false finish. That was a false finish, yeah. <laughs> Any more you can think of before we go? Man, I just, <laughs> this was fun, man. We need yeah, this to do is good. This every night. This is a lot. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. All right, guys. We appreciate every single one of you. Please give us a follow uh, at No Shave Man Cave, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all that good stuff. TikTok, YouTube. We're going to start plugging YouTube. We don't do a lot with it, but we are going to start trying to hang more videos on there uh, and get some some views so you can see these ugly mugs. If you want to support us, uh, the only way you got right now is to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com. The link is in our Twitter profile. Please support us. Uh, give us some comments. Drop some uh, comments after this tweet goes out. And I'm going to tag out to my partner for his finisher. I feel like that was a hot tag because I'm going to come in and uh, I got all this energy. We've been fighting from underneath and now it's time. I'm going to send everybody home happy because this was a great show. I got to thank uh, the folks over at ACAST. I got to thank the folks over at New York City Podcast Network, and, of course, all of the fam who are downloading, who are tweeting, who are chiming, who are following, who are doing all their signature and finishers and hitting us with their five-beard, five-star finishes. You are the greatest fans in all of the podcast world. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.